first reading is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins also came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is from the gospel reading, Matthew chapter 25. Hear again these words. Jesus said, At that time the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. You may have already noticed in the hymns that we've sung already today, one of them even from a section called End Times, and the other one from Advent, that we're narrowing in on the end of the church year. Just two weeks left on the church calendar before we start another year. And so our emphasis now is not on just the end of a church year, but on the end of all times. And Jesus wants to illustrate for his hearers what the kingdom of heaven will be like when he comes again at the end of time. He uses a very familiar picture to his original hearers, the picture of a Jewish wedding. On the day of the wedding, the groom would come to the bride's house where the ceremony would take place. Her family and friends would wait there for the coming of the groom. And the bridesmaids, the virgins, would wait outside to greet the groom. They would light the way into the house with their lamps. Oil lamps often stuck up on a stick and held up in the air as the bridegroom came. 
streetlights, so to speak. This particular groom must have been coming from out of town because he was delayed and the hour of his arrival was very advanced. So the bridegrooms waited and waited. They became drowsy, their heads dropped off. None of you are doing that tonight, are you? Okay. Finally, they fell asleep. And at midnight, a cry rang out that the groom was approaching. They quickly woke up and began to prepare to greet the approaching groom. They trimmed the burnt end off of the wicks on their lamps, and then Jesus describes in this parable, this story, the difference between the foolish and the wise maids. The wise maids, they had brought an extra flask of oil with them, so as they trimmed their lamp, they refilled it from the flask that they had, and they were prepared for the bridegroom to come. As the procession came into the house, they went inside with the groom to begin the wedding feast. The foolish bridesmaids, however, didn't have any extra oil with them. As the groom approached, they realized that they didn't have enough oil to keep their lamps lit. And they asked the wise ones for some oil. But they were told, we have only enough for ourselves. You'll have to go and buy some somewhere. Imagine, it's midnight. There probably isn't even a place open. There certainly was no quick trip where they could get something. They went away. They did finally come back. But while they had been gone, the feast had started. The doors had been closed. When they arrived back, they knocked on the doors and tried to get in, but they were too late. They had not been ready when the groom came. And there would be no second chance for them to get into the wedding feast. Jesus ends the story saying, Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. The bride and the groom. That's a picture that's often used in the Bible to describe the relationship between Jesus and his bride, the church. The members of the church are those who have confessed their sin against God and know that they deserve his punishment, but have put their faith and their trust in Jesus who died on the cross and paid for their sins. So instead of getting what they deserve, God gives to them the gift of forgiveness and will invite them into the wedding feast of eternity in heaven. Those who believe in Jesus are those bridesmaids. They wait for the day when Jesus, the groom, will come again at the end of time. They look forward to being invited into the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom. But the warning in the story of Jesus is for us also to be ready for the coming of the bridegroom. Because he will come suddenly and at an hour and a day that none of us will know in advance. None of us knows the hour of Jesus' coming, which is the day when he will come again in glory at the end of all time, or for us individually, the day of our death. We like to think that we will live a long time, nothing to worry about, that our death will be preceded by some warning, maybe an illness or something like that, and we'll know that our 
time is about to end on this earth. But the fact is, that is not always the case. Like those who were enjoying an evening of bowling in a bowling alley in Maine a couple of weeks ago, only to be killed by a gunman. And the story repeats over and over again. The fact is, none of us knows the hour or the day, so we must always be prepared. What do we do to be prepared? Our light must be shining, like those wise bridesmaids who had their lamps lit and shining. Our light must shine also. And the light that we have is the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We must let that light shine, that is, live our faith in Jesus each and every day so that others can see it also. That means showing the love and the forgiveness that God has poured out upon us, showing it to all of those around us in the way that we deal with others, in forgiveness and love. It means using the resources that God has given us, including our time, to bring the message of God's love in Jesus to our neighborhood and community and even to the entire world. And in order to do that, we must keep our light burning. And to do that, we need to resupply with oil. The continued power to keep the light of our faith in Jesus burning comes from him. He is the source of power. Through his word and sacraments, the power of God's Holy Spirit keeps the light of our faith burning. In order for that to happen, we must be faithful in studying and reading God's word. That is daily in our homes, daily in our lives. It's not enough to do it once a week. It's not enough to gather for worship just once a week. We need to be in God's word every day. Imagine what it would be like if you turn the lights on in your house only one day of the week and the rest of the time you stumbled around in the dark. Why would we think that exposure to God's word just one day a week is enough to keep our light shining? You know, we're about to enter the busiest time of the year. Preparations for Thanksgiving and then Christmas. And like the preparations for a wedding, there's much to do and very little time. But what good Will all the preparations, what good will they be if we're locked out of the wedding feast? We must let our light shine, our faith show every single day. So in the midst of all that we do, especially at this busy time of the year coming up, remember the opportunities to read and study God's word each day, to gather for family devotions, to gather for worship. Make sure you have the extra oil you need to keep your light burning. For Jesus said, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour.
Amen. May the peace of God, which goes beyond all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Please stand.